So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and opened the lids to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. Hello, did you recently run a launch and you got some disappointing results? Or perhaps maybe you run a webinar or a masterclass and you had your hopes up. You thought, this is it. This is where the sales will come in. But actually either no one paid attention, not as many people showed up as you wanted to, and all the sales did not, all the people haven't, didn't convert. It didn't receive the type of sales that you expected. Or maybe you did a speaking engagement, a podcast interview, uh, you spoke on stage and virtual summit and you had your hopes up you thought this will be it that'll be the thing that will be bring me high ticket sales into my business bring me a powerful dream clients into my business and you got some disappointing results if that is you if you have experienced that or if you had a, a webinar funnel or any type of funnel that you have created in your business and it does not convert no matter what you do no matter how much ad budget you put behind it how much content you create it doesn't seem to be converting, doesn't seem to be creating those consistent sales, high ticket sales that you desperately need and frankly deserve, then this episode is for you. Hey, what I'm going to be sharing for you is something that is the scars and the bruises that I have earned myself. I certainly remember doing a presentation in front of a thousand people speaking on stage and it was just a horrendous, horrendous experience. I was stumbling. I, I, I forgot my words and not, uh, not only I didn't get any sales, I didn't even get claps. Oh, I remember doing a webinar presentation and uh, driving so many ads to it, huge ad budget behind it, and then having people in the webinars and getting claps and nice comments. People were saying, well, that was so valuable, and none of them converted. It's only when I discovered the methodology I'm teaching to my clients that I've seen myself, my clients have tremendous results. And it really comes from my experience of working with so many businesses, opening the leads to so many businesses through my mergers and acquisitions experience, through my advisory, my consultancy and business expertise for so many years. But what I'm sharing with you, if you resonate with what I've just said earlier, let me assure you, not alone. I have felt it. So many outstanding ex ex entrepreneurs experience it all the time. It's completely normal. I recently spoke to a seven-figure entrepreneur, multiple seven-figure entrepreneur who had zero people show up to his webinar. 
Imagine huge audience, thousands of people on the email list and still no one showed up. And that happens. That's normal. But what I'm going to show with you right now, what I'm going to share with you right now is key mistakes to avoid. Key mistakes that if you stop making them, if you really fix that in your business, you will not have the situation. Because remember, if you have a highly converting demand creating messaging system, when you have this machine working in your business, it doesn't matter how many people hear you speak. It can be just 10, 20, 50, 30, 100 people, 20% of the audience become clients. So out of the audience of 10, you get two high ticket clients. Out of 100, there is 20. And for many of my clients, the conversion rate is a lot, a lot higher. 38%, 45% is what we see. And it's that powerful. So, hey, the key, the most important thing in your business, if you have experienced that, if your launch didn't go as well as you want, if your funnel just does not convert no matter what you do, hey, what you got to do is you got to take a stock at it, you got to look at what's going on, and you got to fix it. Because remember, if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? If you keep eating the same food, doing the same type of exercise, and you're not losing the weight you want, well, you've got to make some changes. You've got to do something different to see different results. So that's my intention for you. I'm going to share with you seven mistakes to avoid that you might be making in your speaking engagements, in your masterclass, in your challenges that causes people to say, no, not now, no, thank you. And those clients, they're perfect clients for you. There's nothing wrong with them. It's their perfectly positioned to buy from you. It's just the mistakes you're making. So number one thing that I want to talk to you about is, of course, most people, and I see that happening all the time. They make presentations. They they share so much information. They take the best bits of their course and they share it. They pour it over their audience. And what that does is, you know, from as a presenter, you think, well, uh, you know, I've got this an hour and I did this, right? I've got this an hour and I want to add as much value to my people. I want to blow them away with the knowledge, with the expertise. And then what happens is you're pouring, you're showering people with information. You're giving them such an advanced things, all this stuff that they feel really overwhelmed at the end of it. You see, what happens is your audience, if you think about it for yourself, you, your audience is already busy, especially if you are working with entrepreneurs, business owners, they're already busy. They have a lot going on in their day-to-day life, their business. And here's you in 45 minutes overwhelming them with this additional stuff, overwhelming them with a to-do list. And you, they just, they just, they're, they're just, they're, too, they're overwhelmed, they're confused. And remember, confused buyers do not buy. It's not helping them to make a decision. You know, the best example of that was recently re- uh, listening to this podcast inter- episode. And it's a really famous person, brand name. And he was sharing this. And it was super valuable what he was sharing. But I was driving, right? I was driving. I was on, on the way to uh, drop off my... Uh, after I dropped off my boys to school. And I was driving back. And I'm, you know, I always love listening to my podcast in the car. And I picked his episode. And he was talking some kind of strategic tactical stuff. And he literally went into this tutorial mode. 
step one, step two, step three, step four, and you do this and you do that and you do. And I was like, imagine I'm driving, right? And I'm, I want to learn, like I want to explore, but he's just, it was so overwhelming. And what did I do afterwards? And you probably relate to this, right? You probably have done the same thing as well. You're like, oh, that's all great. Yeah, I, I, I will definitely do this. I'm just going to add this on my to-do list and I will do it and I will get to it at some point. But of course you don't because you have so much other stuff going on. So that what happened. So you didn't actually create the impact that he intended it to create. Because what I really needed, I needed to be sold on the idea. I need to be sold on the way, on the transformation, on the inside. I needed to, I needed to see the insights and the aha moment that would, that would motivate me to take action. I didn't need to have more information. And you see, this is a real shift that we've seen in 2023. This is a real shift in strategy. You see, if three to five years ago, you could get away with this, you could just say, hey, I'm going to lead with value. I'm going to teach everything for free first and people are going to be blown away. I'm going to be the go-to expert and they will want more and they'll buy from me. That used to work. You know, with many of my clients who are used to work advice, that's used to work. That's what they did. This is how so many big names have built their brand names. Because they were the only mindset coach, the only sales coach, the only marketing coach in town, right? So if you wanted to do some marketing advice, you say you Google in marketing advice and you, here's them popped up. You got some insights and you're like, well, I have no other place to go. I know they're the guru. So when I have a problem with that, I'm going to be buying from them. What happens now in, you know, since 2018, we have seen a 70% increase in online businesses. So there's a lot more competition. You're not the only mindset coach or mindset expert in town. There's way more people. So therefore, if you just add value, well, you're one of a hundred. And what happens is people consumed your tutorial step-by-step information. They have moved on. They have moved on to other stuff. You know, think about last time you've Googled something. I I was, we were doing lots of remodeling in our house. I was like Googling how to put those shelves together. I'm like terrible with DIY. You know, I grew up with a household. My dad did everything. So I was like, Google, how do I do this? I'm going to get this done. So I Googled it. I got this really helpful blog that told me step by step, you do this stuff. I did it. I fixed it. And I was like, yeah, thank you very much. See you later. At no point did I want to go back to this blog, this helpful person and say, right, what other stuff do you sell? I want to buy it. Here's my credit card. Let's buy your high ticket offers. No, it doesn't work like that. At the moment, in the market has changed. There's so much competition. There's so much information saturation that the information doesn't sell. It doesn't create demand, which is why if you look at New York Times bestseller list for 2022, have a look at it. Fascinating thing to look at. Every single book on that list does not share tutorial or information. It provides something completely different, which is why we don't see encyclopedia on a bestseller list, right? If you look at the bestselling books, Simon Sinek, Brandon Brown, Mel Robbins, that sharing how-to information. They're not giving us step-by-step, step one, step two, step three, you do this, you do X, Y. No, they provide transformational insights. They get us to think about something in a different way. 
while creating demand and desire for the offer simultaneously. And that's the skill. And that's what you need to learn as well. And of course, that is exactly what you, what I teach all my clients how to do. And I really help them de- develop that, design that inside of their messaging ecosystem. I work directly with my clients to do that, what words to say, how to do it, very, very powerful. So that's the key mistake to avoid, right? And also what what happens a lot of time is people have, you know, maybe they're going into launch, they have an ad budget. Um, You know, I was recently working with a client who spent, you know, $15,000 on ads, launch strategy, launch uh, system, email list, you name it, content going out on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on LinkedIn, lots of lives, lots of promotional activity. And then effectively for her launch presentation, for her launch it, launch webinar, she literally just you spent two days preparing it and just pulled out a webinar template from the previous courses she has consumed and pulled something together. And of course, the results, very low conversion, disappointed sales. In fact, there were negative sales at the end of it. So that that is the point. If you think about it, what is the most important? So they, so she was specifically her and her team were preparing for that launch for at least three months preparation work. The team, the social media team, the operations. You know, you she had a launch man. Imagine. The team working for three months, preparing the content, helpful posts, blog content. She was doing some podcast interviews as well. Like all this stuff culminating, driving people into this one event. One event that's a make it or break it. One event. And that event took less time and preparation and thinking and strategy than anything else in her business. So uh, tell me what you would advise her. You would say, come on, the most important thing that matters is this asset, the seven-figure presentation. That's where the attention needs to go. That's where the strategy, this is where the support needs to come in. Because if you have a thousand people in your launch system, if you have a thousand people watching your masterclass and only two of the people convert, you know, five or 10 and 20, it's very disappointing sales. Imagine converting 200 people out of that. What difference would that make to her business, to your business? That's where the power of this. And then another thing that, that, of course, your conversion is high. You immediately hit your income goals. You completely outpace yourself any expectations. But another thing that happens is so important is that people that went through the system, they are highly warm perfect people. So even if they didn't buy now, what we've seen with all my clients, and this is the key trends, they might not be buying right away, but that 80% will be buying immediately afterwards through the systems that we implement after the follow-up of that. So then, so what happens is everyone in your audience is like highly, highly warm fan, understands you, your values, gets you, opens your emails, reads your stuff, really invested in you now. Then that's just someone who saw your post somewhere on Instagram, on Facebook, was like, oh, she looked cute. Uh, Let me see what she's got going on. I follow her for a bit and then they forget you. 
because that's what happens with algorithm, right? The algorithm right now is just is just focused on people who you, you interact the most and the people that you don't interact the most, that I'm not going to show you even your content to them, which is why so many people complain that they see if your business only relies on algorithm type of systems on Instagram and social media, like it's very difficult to create any sort of consistency, right? Because you don't know how Mark Zuckerberg's going to do next month. You don't know how they're going to change it, what they're going to be driving. Right now, they're focused on driving more subscriptions into Instagram, for example. So they're actually going to be, you're going to be paying for engagement. You're going to be paying to be in people's feeds. So they're focused on that. So they're shifting their strategy. So there's going to be a lot of repositioning. They've rolled it out in New Zealand and Australia, and it will be soon coming in into the UK, US, and Europe. So you can see if your business only relies on algorithm, very scary place to be. And the way to think about this is a good question to ask yourself. If if I didn't if I didn't post any social media content, if I didn't go on stories, if I didn't do anything else and I didn't do that for a year, where would my business be? If your answer is, well, actually, I don't know where business would be because I would not be getting any more leads in my business. Then that tells us one thing. It means you don't have any other sources, any other sources of lead generation conversion coming into your business. And that's not a healthy place to be. And you're probably feeling that if you've been relying on social media too much, that it's just been frustrating, right? You're like, I'm putting all this content, I'm doing all this, I'm putting all this effort and time into creating this. No one sees it. It's like going into no one's land. And that is the thing. And that is the thing. So using, and this is the thing. So if you think about your business, nothing matters more is this time where you talk, you take your potential clients through a process, through a messaging process, through a messaging systems that turns them into clients. That's what we call a cash generation machine. Because if we, we know how many people go through the system and how many come out as clients, we can now scale this. And this is where the attention of your business needs to be. This is what you call a conversion system. It's like the, another way of thinking about it. It's like your shop has now have a teal. There's a cash register. People are able to buy from you. Before that process is installed, before your shop has a teal or a cash register, people can't pay you. You have all these beautiful products on the shelves. You have this beautiful content. You have all this beautiful stuff out there. People like it. People are, oh, that's so great. But there is no cash register. They can't pay you. So therefore, if there's no even point opening your shop. There's no point driving and inviting all those people to come and see you and see your great products if you have no way to convert them. And in online space, the key, the most effective way to convert is to have a cash generation machine with the power of one 45-minute presentation. Most effective, most efficient, that does not take years. It just takes 45 minutes. But what most people do, they use those outdated templates, they use those outdated uh, sales tactics that were built years ago that does not work right now. Or because this is what happens, that happens is you either come across as really pushing salesy, which most people hate, they hate sounding like that um it just turns people off right and doesn't work anymore because people are just so used to that process which is why people say webinars are dead you know it's not that the webinars are dead it's just that we're tired of the salesy pushy webinars or uh that's right so all the they sound like everyone else 
because you use somebody else's template, what's going to be the outcome of that? You're going to sound like everyone else. You're going to sound like them. People will be like, oh, I heard that so-and-so did the same thing. I heard them. Oh, I know what template she's using. That is the thing. So people think, well, I don't understand why my message gets lost in a crowd of other people. I feel like it's so, uh, you know, I feel like I'm just getting lost. Well, the reason for that is because those templates, right? Those copycats, email templates, those copycats, webinar templates, it doesn't work because you sound like everyone else. And that's why your message gets lost in the crowd of other people. Because everyone the same. So unique messaging, unique positioning, unique, powerful place in the marketplace, crafting your own lane, your own lane that no one else looks like you because no one else does look like you because you are unique and you are powerful and you're here to create huge impact by just the notion that you're listening to a podcast like this. You're trying to grow. You're trying to absorb as much information as possible. You're trying to really build your business. You are in a top 1%. Most people will not be doing this. They'll be watching Netflix or dreaming of their business, but not taking action. You are the action taker. You're powerful. And the fact that you have this drive and desire to put those offers and those services to the world and help people is what's going to make you successful. So mistake number three is really, it's confusing messaging. It's really confusing. There's no pattern. There's no pathway for people to go from real journey. There's no customer journey when they come into your messaging ecosystem world. It's very confusing. It's uh, the most people's content and messaging ecosystem and webinars. Everything looks like this. I'm going to teach a little. I'm going to give them some insights. One, two, three. I'm going to share my story and dwell on that far too long. And we'll talk more about that. Um, and then I'm going to talk some, sprinkle some personal stuff, my vulnerable stories, my, uh, my stuff, and I'm going to put my offer in. And that's what happens. So there's no congruency. There's no customer journey. There's no intention behind each step that leads to another. You see it in people's content, right? One day they're teaching something real tactical tutorial. Tomorrow they're sharing a vulnerable story. And then they think, well, well, well I need some sales. Now they're going to be doing some salesy emails, emails and salesy stuff to their uh, to their social media or their email list. So it's very much ad hoc. It's not, it's not clear why, you know, and what happens as an audience, as a receiver of that, and think about it for yourself when you experience that, you're like, why is she selling this now when yesterday she was telling me a vulnerable story about her dog? Like, I'm confused. Yesterday she was telling me about how she weed herself on a trampoline and now she's trying to sell me a legal consultancy service. Like it's confusion. There's no there's no robust storyline of a brand, of a personal brand that's congruent, that really makes sense. And again, confusing messaging is the worst thing you can do for your business because it's just it's just, just, it's just really confusing. When people are confused and don't make decisions, they actually walk away. And it also can ruin your reputation in many cases. Think about if, especially if you're something, you know, your stories, your vulnerable stories, especially, they need to be deeply connected to your values and they need to be deeply connected to your offer. Otherwise, they create confusion. Like that example of a woman weighing herself on a trampoline when she actually sells consultancy service, highly professional legal services, it just diminishes her credibility. 
She thinks it's going to create more connection with her clients, but what it actually does, it creates confusion. People think, well, I feel sorry for her, but I'm not sure why she's sharing that. And when the clients and audience asking that question, that's never a good thing. Mistake number four is people don't see the value in your webinars or in your launch presentations or in your funnels. They don't fully understand the value. You haven't articulated the value powerfully enough, hence you get price objections. So if you get in a price objection as part of your discovery calls, part of your emails, or just you get in a sense from your audience that there's a lot of price objections, and the way this can sound like, ooh, this is too expensive, I'm not sure this is worth it, this is out of my budget, I need to speak to my husband, it's not what I was expecting, Mm, let me think about, let me go away. So a lot of kind of hesitation, price objections comes up. This is a sign of one thing and one thing only. This is a messaging problem that you have not articulated the value beautifully and fully enough for people to really understand it. That's all it says. It's a conversion, straight up messaging problem. People always, you know, they come to me and they say, oh, Elaine, I just want more sales. Like my only issue is I want more sales. Well, what is more sales? More sales is your messaging. If your messaging is set up in the right way, if your presentation done in the right way that creates demand, you don't never need to worry about you. Ne- you don't have a sales problem. Because when the messaging is so good, that creates the messaging should do the selling for you. So you don't have to. That's the power of this. That is the power of this process. But if you get in price objection, if you get in people ghosting, you're walking away. uh, There's a lot. You're wasting a lot. You feel like you're wasting a lot of time on discovery calls and they're getting nowhere. That means your messaging has failed to articulate your positioning, your unique value, your unique why this system, this product is unique, why they can get it anywhere else but you. That is the key objective. And if that's not happening, you're going to be getting price objections. Mistake number five. Your message is all about you, your story and your product. And it's not about the client. Here's what's really happening. You see, when people come into your world, right, they're most time they want to have they have a problem that they're looking a solution for. They have a something that's happening in their life that they're not happy with and they're looking to way to fix it. When you they come into your world, um if your messaging and presentation is all about you, your vulnerable stories, your content, you, 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 your successes, your achievement, and the benefits and features of your product, it's actually not about them. And the way best way to describe it, have you ever sat in um, you know, masterclass or a presentation or a webinar and you sit in there and 50% of that webinar is that presenter's story. Their struggles, their tribulations. And you sit in there thinking, oh, here we go again. And everyone does it, right? Everyone does this thing where they go on and on and on. And you're like, well, that's great, but I've got kids to pick up. And I just just want to understand this thing that you wanted me, you wanted to share, and I want to move on. So 
I think that's the thing to think about. And also when you share too much of your product and your features, it's not yet about the product, the client. They're not ready to receive the information yet. It's like selling benefits before connecting to your client. It's, you know, my, my example with my doctor that I've shared a few times where I went to my doctor and he was so enthusiastic about this Lyme disease treatment. And he went on and on about talking about, oh, Elena, this, I've just received this amazing Lyme disease treatment. Oh my word. It's so natural. I'm seeing such an amazing results with my clients. I'm so excited about, and literally for out of 40 minutes of our appointment, 20 minutes he spent talking about that thing. And I'm sitting there thinking, I only have 20 minutes left for what I want to discuss with you. And it's not relevant. What you're saying is not relevant to me. I don't think I have Lyme disease. And that's what your audience is thinking when you do that. Stories are powerful, but they have to be related to your client. They have to be related to your offer. They have to be very intentional, very congruent with every step of your messaging ecosystem. Really, really important. And of course, another mistake that so many people also make is poorly designed offer. Offer is really important. Most people don't understand what the offer is. Um, A lot of people think, um, you know, offer is not you see, the thing is, offer is so important because people don't buy bad offers. Even if they love you, even if they think you're the best thing since sliced bread, people will not be buying bad offers. And understanding the offer, an offer is a lot about the promise, what its articulation of value, the promise what they're going to get, what, how is it designed, how is it created to give them the results. And this is really powerful. A lot of people really overcomplicating it. They're putting too many bonuses, too overwhelming stuff that people, you know, audience feels like I will never get through this. Especially if you're working with a busy uh, entrepreneurs, or if you know the time constraint is important for your clients, that's something that they're cha- that's their challenge. So don't give them offers that are going to be overwhelming for them. That becomes an objection in itself. I see that happening a lot. Your offer becomes an objection. They're ready to buy. They want to buy. The demand is created. But when they look at your offer, that creates an objection in itself, which is the reason why they don't buy. So having a powerful hell yes, easy yes offer that's specifically catered for your perfect person. Let me say it again. Your offer needs to be specifically designed and catered for your perfect person because you know your perfect person is this is the exact offer they want and it's going to be a hell yes from them. When that is the level of intention, that level of mastery and understanding of your clients, this is where sales become easy. And of course, I help that with with that with all my clients, and we really work through this stuff uh, very intimately inside my powerhouse CEO program that I absolutely adore, and I love doing this work so much. It really sets my soul on fire. And another thing that people make is a mistake is people sometimes confuse, and this is really important. People confuse, especially if they're business owners and they're, you know, they they kind of understand that being on social media, being a public figure, building a personal brand is really important for their business growth. But they confuse influencer marketing with business owner CEO marketing. And hear me out. So here's the thing: when you're an influencer marketing, you are thinking about, I just need to have more followers, right? Um, 
the vanity metrics are important. I need to show up everywhere, have to be present everywhere, every new platform, every new tool. And it's all about the latest trend and what other people are doing, right? Watching other people's, what are they doing? What are they focused on? And I need more likes and follows. And that's a determination of my success. Because that's what traditional influencers, of course, did, right? They grow their influencer and then they sell um, either their own products or they sell affiliate products and they get commission off it, right? So, you know, think of our beauty influencers or big names or small names, building a following and then start selling or promoting a certain type of product in stories to their email subscribers or their, you know, followers, so that is the thinking, that is that is context of influencer marketing. When you're business owner and CEO marketing, the focus is very different. The focus goes on, I am focused on creating more impact by making sales. Making sales is the most important thing in my business. Nothing matters more. Every move you make, every needle moving activity, you ask yourself a question, is this going to help me create more sales? Yes or no? Is it going to help me drive that? Is it going to help me create that impact? Because I know that people really receive the support in my intimate containers. When they get this required help, this is when the results skyrocket. This is where they get this huge acceleration. Then instead of waiting for months or years, in some cases, they get the results a lot, a lot sooner. And the focus is on creating systems. So the systems become really priority. Systems that work while you are not. System while I'm working, while I am not there. Scalable system that gets you to your desired destination. If you want to make a million dollars this year, thinking about, right, how can I get there? What systems do I need to implement? What do I need to fix? What do I need to focus on to really get there? Simple systems stupidly simple systems, so simple it's ridiculous. Simple systems is what works every time. In fact, when I'm advising lots of big companies, you know, I also advise companies how to really scale their systems, scale their business, create their sales and improve their messaging. The first thing I do in most cases, I'm going to be doing, of course, an audit of everything that they're doing. And in nine out of 10, they need simplification. It's too complex. There's too many missing parts. There's too much overwhelm. There's too many people in many cases doing different, not relevant stuff. So simplification is always, most cases, nine out of 10 is the answer. Keep it super simple. And that's what business owners really need to focus on. And then focusing on effectiveness rather than effort. You will hear me talk about this all the time because that's such a, it's such a key thing. You know, you, if you listen, you probably, you know, if you're a woman or a man, I know certainly my clients, a lot of them are women. They have kids, they have families. And frankly, they do not want to be working 24 hours in their business. Their business is key to them. They love it. It's their passion. It's their drive. It's their sense of purpose, a sense of impact. It's their calling. But they also have other responsibilities. And that's key. So the focus is how can I do something that works while I'm not working, that is focused on effectiveness, on reaching my goal higher 
faster, reaching my goals in a faster, more effective way, rather than just working all hours, spinning the wheels, hamster wheel, being a hamster in a wheel, doing all those things, writing emails to my list every every week, sending all sorts of content, creating all content on different platforms. But at the end of the week, coming to your business and actually no one DM'd you to buy from you. No one emailed or replied to your emails and asked to buy from you. No one's responding from your ads. No one's coming back and asking to buy from you. That is a sign something needs to change. So hopefully this was helpful to you guys to think about different ways and different way of operating. If you have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram at Bossy Hills Club. What were your big takeaways? Were your big breakthroughs? What is it you're going to do differently going forward? And let me leave you with one thing. There is a reason why you're in this business. There's a reason why you're listening to this podcast. You are so special, so talented. And the gifts, the experiences, the challenges you have had to overcome to get to this stage is what prepared you. There's people right now, right now, there's people who are desperately waiting for you to find your voice, to reach them, to talk to them, to sell to them, to offer your service. They need your help right now. And then desperately waiting for you to find your voice while you are doubting yourself, perhaps. So stop doubting yourself. You can do this. There's people who are way less talented, less qualified than you, less brilliant, worse on camera, worse speakers than you that making it and you are with all your credentials with all your talents with all your gifts are here and your gifts are so needed to this world so go after that find those people who desperately need your help and create the impact that you're striving for speak to you soon one of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what i call an invisible expert trap this is where you post three to four times a week and 70 percent of your content is incredible information and this information itself can change people's lives but no one seems to care no one's asking to buy from you every day and the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from and business feels really unstable you don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business and you can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials, people tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I am running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business, and how to turn your business into cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.